All right, guys. Two of the sport's most respected fighters step back into the octagon this weekend to compete for the welterweight title. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings... Fuck me. Oh, God. Okay, let's go again. Run it back. Run it back. <laughs> run, it back run it back, Turbo. I'm, I'm, I'm calling... I'm calling, uh, what is it? Omaha. I'm, I'm calling the Audible. <laughs> <laughs> changing the play. <laughs> Omaha. <laughs> Omaha. 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 Okay, Okay, I need a sip of water here. My mouth's getting dry. Oh, boy. Fuck, we haven't even started recording and your mouth's getting dry? What is this? I know, dude. I don't know. I've been <laughs> lately. <laughs> um, yeah, who's? <laughs> none your damn business. Uh, none okay. yours. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here we go. Shut up. I need absolute silence. I need absolute silence while I get the character. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just now I just have my name is Jeff in my head. <laughs> okay, here we go. Two of the sport's most respected fighters step back into the octagon this weekend to compete for the welterweight title. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. But this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering new players a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Plus, don't forget about basketball and hockey where DraftKings is even more money up for grabs this weekend. DraftKings is safe and secure and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Man. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Oh, harder, baby. What's up, everybody? It's episode 19 of Stick and Rink Podcast. Um, it's just another day. It's just another, another Thursday here. Um, just, just, uh, just a lad going through life with a couple other lads. Um, we do a podcast. We like to talk hockey. And if you could see us right now, you'd see that they're kind of wondering where I'm going with this. And I was wondering that from the minute I started as well, but either way, Stick and Ring Podcast is always back and always brought to you by DraftKings. So thank you so much for that. Um, in today's episode, today's version, um, we're once again joined by these fucking assholes, Raffle and Josh. Josh, let's ask Raff first. How you doing, Raff? <laughs> doing great. I'm doing super, super good. Hey, Josh, thanks for asking how I'm doing, buddy. I really appreciate that, man. Yeah, fuck uh, <laughs> I'm being last. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm doing good. It's a pretty good day. My room's fucking freezing right now, so I'm wrapped up in a blanket, like a full-on blanket, just like doubled up. But we're we're good. We're chilling. Besides that, hell yeah. 
Yeah. Josh, I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. I uh, sit here. <laughs> Sitting here, no pants on in in the boxers. But one of the things I always struggle with is that my ass gets really rashy when I sit down for a long time. So I put one of those like fuzz dream blankets down and it's going pretty well so far. Are you sitting bare ass on that fuzz dream blanket? No, just Joe boxers. I'm I'm wearing my like pigeon boxers today. Not the good ones. That's why your asshole fucking shapes. You're in Joe boxers. Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't have enough sacks to wear every day. How Josh, how you doing, Josh? I'm doing great, Elijah. Thanks for asking. I'm having a... <laughs> <laughs> Throw it over to Mr. Ad Read 101, Josh Gertz. How you doing, buddy? I'm, you know what? I'm actually doing really well. Uh, your guys' immaturity doesn't phase me. Um, I'm the most mature one on this podcast. No, I'm joking. But I kind of stand with um, I stand with Raph on that point. He, Jesus, like... Get some more sacks, buddy. Joe yeah, Boxer's dude. like that's how like many. Peter, that's like what Peter Griffin wears, dude. His fucking tidy whities and like little, <laughs> little fudge stains and the little fudge. <laughs> hey, little you know what? In the back. How many pairs <laughs> of sacks do you guys own, dude? I have two pairs of sacks, ten plus pairs of Calvin's. Done, dude. Oh, I have. Have you guys ever heard of my package or beneath? No, yeah, I've heard of my package. I think okay. you've told us about it before. Okay, so my package is like Sax is kind of competitor, but Sax clearly is beating them because like <laughs> Elijah hasn't heard of them. But they're just <laughs> comfy and they've got like the coin the coin for holder and everything. But yeah, like 16, 17 pairs of those bad boys. They're there so you go. 17 pairs? Yeah, Holy the fact, shit. The fact, the fact that I can go two weeks without washing my undies is actually pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I was stoked for. I think I probably have like 10 pairs of sacks now. But I think you guys probably have this too. I have them ranked in my head of like which ones are the best. And there's like, there are some pair of sacks that I don't enjoy wearing because I, I bought the wrong ones, the wrong material. And they just, they feel like asshole. Do you, and, do you go for the sweat absorbent ones? Uh, I like think it's athletic ones. Yeah. 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 They're not, yeah. they're not, they're not cotton. They're not cord or any kind of cloth. They're like the, okay. Yeah. Whatever it is. Fucking okay. microfiber looking ones, but there you go. one of the one of the sacks experiences I had was recently I ordered them online, or I don't remember. If, yeah, I think I got them online, and I got a, I like my first pair. I think I got three years ago or two pair or two years ago, and I still have them. They're like they're going strong, and so I got the same size this last time, and I literally put it on, and my thick fucking beef chuck legs, <laughs> like. I, it split right away and I was like, it split from the seam on the waistband and it like started as a little hole, but within like three times of wearing it, it was like, I could put my whole hand through it. <laughs> there was, fuck, there was one, there was one point where I was, I went out and I, I told Megan this, I was like, I was afraid I was constantly pulling down my sweater because I didn't want someone looking at me and like just seeing the waistband of my underwear and thinking like, well, that guy's wearing like a man thong. What the fuck? <laughs> Cause that's what it looks like. It was like, it was like I was wearing a thong and I was showing off the waistband. So I, no. I just, I just yeah. got a sexy pair of mantis on. <laughs> Good kid. Good fucking kid. Dude, it's not my fault. I got two fucking Kobe beef whole tubes of meat right here coming off my torso, man. Elijah, when you, Elijah, when you walk, do your thighs ever just chafe? I'm just all the all, friction. All the t- dude, there was times <laughs> at ca- when we were working that I, I like, I, I had fucking like moisturizer in my bag for these occasions that I would be Tiger at work. Bomb your start. Oh no, dude, it was like baby cream. It was Zincofax, <laughs> man. Dude, literally I literally smelled. 
That's the fucking like prescription it? shit right there. That's the good stuff. Yeah, it literally <laughs> says for diaper rash. I was wearing that shit on my inner thigh when I was part, when I was making. Someone was ordering fucking like cosmopolitans, and I was shaking that shit with zinc effects in my thighs. Dude, I just, <laughs> uh, dude, I just remember. I can I can already see like Elijah starting to like walk, and you just hear like it's like a creak or like a squeaky uh, like as you open a door. <laughs> and what does Isaiah or what what does Elijah do? Goes to the back. It's like a can of WD forty and just sprays his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I actually <laughs> I don't know why people don't shave the same way I do. It's I wish you could experience what it is. I'd rather fucking give birth to a child than ever have to do it again. I'm glad it's I don't the worst the experience. <laughs> yeah, it's the absolute worst. Um, anyways, guys, so episode 19 of Sticker Rink, we've got a heck of a whole heck of an episode here right freaking for you. So um, we've got what do we got today? I know we got a big old goats and wolves coming up your favorite segment. Yeah, we're going to talk some sad Canucks talk. We're going to talk around stuff around. So we're going to we're going to go around the league a little bit. We haven't done that in a while. Yeah, but we're also we're also going to touch on another sad story. I mean, today we all. <laughs> Dick moved by all of us coming in here saying we're all doing great because Vancouver's not doing good in all aspects right now. Sports radio took a big hit today. Uh, for those for those who aren't in tune with the sports radio world, because I think we have a lot of listeners that aren't necessarily diehard sports fan and, and listen to AM radio frequencies. So today, TSN 1040, which was which was the biggest sports radio station in Vancouver. It's been around for 20 years. It's it's literally been the home. It was the home of the Canucks for the longest time. All this nonsense, all these credentials. It was the plug was pulled on them today, uh, very abruptly too, with like literally no warning whatsoever. It was it's owned by Bell Media out in Toronto. So um, apparently, what happened on the on the airwaves today at nine a.m. It was just cut off. None of the employees knew, and they just started playing ESPN radio. And they basically laid off, I think, forty to fifty people just like that without telling anyone. And apparently, most of them found out through Twitter. So it was actually quite a devastating day. Um, boys, I know I was kind of briefing you and, and explaining to you guys too, because you guys were both at work while it was all happening. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a fucking sad day in in the in the world of sports and sports media, that's for sure. Now, my my one question, um, because again, like when we were when you put it in the chat, um, for like in terms of like our outline for today, I, I had no idea. Like, I guess like for me, the one thing that I knew is that uh, TSN, like the Jane Dan show, Dan got laid off. Dan O'Toole, like childhood guy, like almost more than like James Sabolsky was. Um, so I knew that happened, but, but why, why is it happening right now? Are the ratings just not good for TSN? Like, are they trying to save money? Like what's the, do they get bought out? Like what happened? There's, no, like, there's no, bi- no buyout in place. It was, what Bell Media, I don't think, has released like an official long statement about it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, all the all that's come from their side is saying that they're that they've been taking massive losses for years now on on the brand, um, just due to well, also because of COVID. COVID's affecting advertising dollars coming in because some companies can't afford to give advertising dollars or try that out. Um, it's also been that. Uh, just like the cost of running a sports media business, like a sports radio, like all the the upkeep, all the building, all whatever you want to call it, this that's that's expensive too. Yeah, yes. exactly. Tons, yeah. tons of that is apparently the problem too. But eventually, and one of the things they're saying is coming Friday, they're switching it to what they called a funny format. <laughs> that's I read an article and it was literally quoted as being like the funny format that they tried out in Calgary and Hamilton, I think it is. Mm. Um, and so. 
Yeah, they're gonna. I think it has like a mix of stand-up comedy, maybe some sports in there too. I don't really know what the, the strategy is here, but why the fuck um, don't they hire us? Yeah, <laughs> I, that, I think as We're of right now, I would. Yeah, I think times. as of right now, I would probably, I'd probably want to work in like in any other job other than t- uh, other than that radio station right now because like whoever comes in next, if there's any some sort of host and it's not just like a randomly broadcasted person, they're going to have such a hard time getting listeners back because they're going to be looked at. It sucks for them. They're going to be looked at as like the enemy coming in and like trying to replace what was used to be there. But yeah, that's, that's the last thing I would want to do. So here, here's my question then. So does that mean like, obviously with TSN 1040 disappearing in terms of like morning radio, like it's obviously Sportsnet 650 now pretty much like for if you want like truly like vancouver canucks talk and everything like that yeah um does that mean that like rogers is doing fine like is that what this kind of yeah i i I, that's kind of what i read between the lines too i mean i think that i don't know if i've heard of rogers doing any layoffs that i've heard of like actual on-air personalities i haven't really but as you said like natasha staniszewski dan o'toole's gone Mm-hmm. This was like this was like forty to fifty people, I think, today, and these were like very well known people throughout the entire like market. Rick, so Rick Dollywall, God. Rick Dollywall, Don Taylor is like a staple of Vancouver sports in this neighbor in this market for you thirty know, years. I did not, I did not realize that he actually left Sportsnet. I did not realize that. I thought yeah, he was I think, still a six fifty guy. I think they cut. I think Sportsnet cut him. Which really, was probably, probably not a great move, but yeah. So he went, he's been doing uh, like the nine to 12 show on Monday to Friday at TSN for, I think a long time now. Yeah. But yeah, Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking insane what happened. I would say I was telling this to, to, to the guys too, that the, the, one of the dumbest moves they did apart from the, like the gong show that they set in motion by just like cutting it. And apparently most, like I said, they told most people, like most people found out through Twitter, they were laid off just because they hadn't reached out yet. Um, they, they didn't tell any of, they didn't like, I think in a normal world, you would give the hosts and say, Hey, in a week, we got to shut it down. Like have some time, do like a, do how, send your show off whatever way you want to do it. And, and let's just go about our different ways that way. This was the literal worst. And then the, the cherry on the shitty cake was playing that song. Good riddance as the first song afterwards. Like, what the fuck are you doing? dude? You think think that? You have one job. You, <laughs> you literally play. So you had a bad day. That's all you play and you're done. But you play hey. a good riddance. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> so, oh, you play that. What's that song? Don't you forget about me from the end of the breakfast club. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Wiggy the Scoot. Am I right? <laughs> there you go. There you um, go. <laughs> there, there's, a couple, there's a couple of things. There's a couple of things I have to say about what Elijah just said. The first thing is I wonder if like when they announced that like, hey, like 1040 is going to be like more of like a comedic channel. I wonder if that was like the first thing that we're going to expect from TSN 1040. <laughs> it's like from the 1040 radio station. The second thing, it, it's so funny you should say the guy, the guy who sings You Had a Bad Day by Daniel Powder. Yeah. My chemistry teacher, or I, he never taught me, but his name was Mr. Powder, spelled just like it. And one of the students found out that his brother is actually the guy that sings that song. No way. <laughs> no way. I know, because I'm pretty sure the guy's Canadian. I'm pretty sure. Don't hold me to this. It may have just 
again, this is all rumor mill in high school, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure like my chem teacher, his brother was the guy that sings. You had Dude, there is nothing so more sad. certain than a Calgary high school rumor mill, man. Like, <laughs> that one along with Cindy gave Joey a blowy under the stands. That's right up there. Um, that's right. For sure. You guys want to know my take and yeah, I just absolutely a domino effect effect with, uh, with what's happening at TSN is so we're going to get into this later, but Tim and Sid, Sid is leaving for yep. breakfast, for breakfast television, which again is like kind of weird. Um, so Tim and Sid is going to be, I guess, no longer. Yeah. Um, and now again, this might just be sheer coincidence, but now Brian Burke is joining, like obviously back to the NHL. Like, do you think that maybe Sportsnet is kind of doing the same thing or at least Rogers is without kind of doing it like just fucking cutting networks and like cutting people yeah. off like do you maybe think more like behind the scenes and like just kind like, of like gradually over time like, yeah like i'm that's a good point interested like why is kim and sid coming off the radio like they've been on for so long yeah they're right up there with jay and dan yeah and now and now sid leaves for breakfast television like yeah i think he's got I, a personality but it, it's it's interesting and again that might just be my own theory but i don't know i think there's I saw his post and it sounded like he, like maybe obviously he might have phrased it this way, but it sounded like he got a better opportunity. Like it sounded like he true. was true. Like maybe he knew something about Tim and said like kind of plateauing and he probably saw this as like a next step in his career. I don't know. That's the yeah. kind of vibe I got from his statement, but that's a very interesting point though. Mm-hmm. Just maybe, maybe there's actually a competent company out there who kind of knows how to navigate HR and people and staff and cuts and stuff like that. Maybe they actually know how, like, like yeah. you said, maybe this is what's happening. I guess, I guess my concern too is don't get me wrong. Like I think TSN is my go-to place for a lot of things when I watch sports it, and it's, it's really weird in terms of like what I watch. So like for, for Canucks games, it's always sports now. Like they have the rights um, yeah. to the Canucks. And like, I don't really watch like a whole lot of like, or I don't listen to like a whole lot of like AM radio, but free agent frenzy, like the TSN covers that they cover the draft. And even like, unless it's talking in Canada, like there's a lot of like, I feel like I like the staff more at TSN than I do sports. not saying that like there are any, like I love Friedman. I love Burke. But like in terms of like the host, like James Duffy is unreal. I love Gordon Miller. I love Ray Ferraro. Um, and like even the hosts of Sportsnet or, or sorry, TSN, I find are just like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of them are like the OGs, like Rod Smith is still there. Um, yeah. Darren Detition is still around. Oh, Detition's a beast, dude. Bob McKenzie, like the, the insiders and just everything. And even like Frank Saravalli and, and all these guys, yeah. Brian Rashad, like those are guys that have been around for so long. And it's, I'm very interested to see like who, like who's next, you know, like yeah. I feel like you kind of trim the fat for sure. But dude, like Natasha Stanishevsky, like, dude, what are you doing? Like she's been around for so long. Yeah. And Dan O'Toole too. Don't let's not bury and, the lead and, there. I mean, yeah. And like the craziest thing was, is, I don't know if you guys checked uh, Dan's Twitter, but like apparently he sounded off and he was not really happy about it. Yeah. yeah and, he blasted Bill. And then he posted something on Instagram and he's like, little did I know this was like my last broadcast. Cause like 
it was just a regular night. It was just another Jay and Dan show. And then after, like, they cut him. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, they cut him right before Super Bowl Sunday, I think. I think it was on yeah. Saturday night was his last one. Like, what? It's, like, so- <laughs> it's, it's nuts to think. Like, how? Uh, it's like showing up to work and there's chains on the doors. It's like the scene out of Coach Carter. It it's is, yeah. The fucking gym and they've got chains on the doors. And you're like, nope, not practicing today or fucking ever. Yeah. So, it's it's know. brutal, man. Like, I... I don't laugh at the fact that people are losing their jobs, but I more laugh at the incompetency of a company where like a billion dollar company. And I feel like the three of us can make way better decisions than that. Like, I feel like it's, I feel like it's as simple as just like human instinct to know that. But I just think like there's a better way to go about it, but that's all I have to say. I think like how they did it was poor, very poor. Yeah, definitely. And it's been around a lot longer than Sportsnet has. So I don't know. I lost some respect for Bell, and I, I'm a fucking customer of theirs too. (laughs) Fucking nerds. (laughs) Way to go, dude. Hey, you know if you don't cancel your contract, you're officially supporting their decision. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I might boycott them. Rogers, here I come. (laughs) Um, All right, so that was kind of our radio talk. Um, We're going to move into some even more sad talk. Why don't we just talk about a fucking funeral that is the Vancouver Canucks these days? Um, so play the Leafs. We, what did we do? We, on Sunday we record and we pretty much say guaranteed seal it, put your mortgage on the game. The Canucks are going to win. And then they come out and they don't win. So that's a tough look kind of on the podcast on all of us. You guys wear it with me. Um, and now we've lost five in a row. So raffle, um, do you just want to take your share of the blame now and Maybe make an apology. Yeah, sorry guys, it's totally my bad. I don't know what happened out there. I think uh, you know, just wasn't wasn't our game. Should we bring back a, a note from Coach or no? Coach no for the love of God, and that God was, no. <laughs> that was one of our best segments we've ever had. I like, hated we, it so much. I was so like on the spot. Once. He did it yeah. like once. Always said it was good pucks. It was so funny, back. dude. I was dying. I just panicked. What, I was like, I don't know what the you, fuck to say. We definitely have to do it when we do a live episode. Like that. <laughs> that would be the best. Just like up on me when I'm not ready. Yeah. Like wrapping like, a suit with like a rolled piece of paper and just hit this fucking hand. Oh, that would we go to like, fire me up. We would need to go to a place that has one of those doors to the room that's like a metal door, so you can kick it open and let it hit the wall, and everything's okay. And just that sound yeah. of kicking one of those doors sounds so good. Go to like a nearby uh, high school. Be, yeah, that would be sick. <laughs> Either way, guys. So this game, Josh, were you working? Did you wash it? I don't remember. I don't know what you were doing. Uh honestly, like. I watched a little bit of it, but I'm sorry, but like, it is hard to watch this team right now. Like it, <laughs> it really yeah. is hard. Like it's not fun when we're fucking losing and like losing and like truly like getting, like I said, last podcast just getting fucking outplayed every fucking time. It's getting really fucking old. Yeah. But this is the tough one, dude. Like this game, I would say in this game, we outplayed them. Like we, d- I think we deserve the win that time. Yeah. Like there were definitely was, some good chances for sure. Yeah. And uh, it was, it's just fucked, man. Cause I think, I think that the Canucks, th- this was, of course, the way it was going to go the whole time. We should have seen it coming. The fact that they played absolute asshole armpit for the last four games and we said they just need to come out and have a good effort and things will be good. And then, they do that. They, I would say, I, I don't want to say they dominated for two periods, but they won that hockey game for about forty-five to fifty minutes. Like they, yep. they were the better team for that long. But all it takes, this is, the, I think, this is the fragile psyche of this team right now. Is that 
yeah, they know it when they're playing. Like they only had it was tied one one. They never had the lead in the game, but they were grossly outplaying the Leafs to a point where they still knew that the minute the Leafs turned it on, if they let goals in, like it was over. Like that's the that's the fragility of this team right now, and that's what's so fuck fucking annoying to watch. But I mean, I think that's that's got to be like. Like that's got to be some sort of accountability on on the defense. Like they're gonna, because in in my opinion, when Vancouver's offense is firing on all cylinders, yeah, we may not be putting up like four or five goals every single time, but I feel like this Canucks offense is when when they're going and they're getting a lot of shots, which they did have, they are they will eventually break through. I yeah. I truly I truly believe that for the Canucks offense. Like, and I will stand by that statement, regardless of who they play. When the Canucks offense is firing on all cylinders, they are tough to stop. Um, but the defense right now and the goaltending, it, it's just, I, I don't know. It's, it's just a question mark. It really, really is. And, you know, people are starting to call for people's heads and all that. And is this, is this a player thing? No. Is this an ownership? thing like the gm it very well could be and i mean again like i'm not saying that jim benning hasn't assembled a good team because coming into the season like we we let some good players walk like we really Mm -hmm. did and you know some of the contracts that benning inherited weren't obviously his i don't think or are they all his like did he sign sutter did he sign erickson all that shit? Uh, yeah he signed up uh sutter was a or sutter was a trade right I think, oh we might have signed him as well i don't i don't remember but i think we tra- signed him as well but, but the only the only thing is is the luongo recapture penalty that's the only thing that's hitting him that's not his yeah i mean the, the one thing i will say is when you look at the canucks defense now you know yes we lost Tanev, but we also lost stetcher which is not ideal. Um, yeah. We lost, and, and it's Jacob Markstrom. Like, yeah. you know, if Calgary is not lighting the lamp either. Like, Markstrom is not having an unreal season. Like, he's good. Like, he's still fine. Yeah. But, but he's got a team playing in front of him. Like, he's actually got people wanting to play. This is an interesting conversation because it caters to all of our listeners in this case, where this, this the way this team is playing has nothing to do with with uh like technical technical skills it has nothing to do with the strategy by the coach or or even the execution by the players it just comes down to trying like mm-hmm. trying yeah. and and just being like being better just actually like so many i was uh, ironically listening to sports radio today and just that's the conversation that's been having for the last 48 hours like, last 72 even, hours like, putting in an effort yeah you, like last night or yeah uh, yeah last night fuck what is it? What was it Sunday? I don't even remember. But yeah, last night it was, no. it was Monday. It was Monday. Last night, yeah. My bad. My bad. Last night they that was effort. It was all nearly a complete game. They outshot them twenty-seven to seven through two periods. Yeah, like they they were doing everything right. But the fact is, in the third period, when they finally faced more adversity, the same thing happened. And so the biggest <clears throat> conversation everyone's kind of having is, okay, what has made this team that was so cohesive last year? just completely lose all confidence, all skill and all attempt at wanting to win. And that's what makes it interesting too, is that like these, we, we know like you're not, we're not idiots. We know the guys are trying to, they want to win, Mm -hmm. but what do you think as humans is causing them the most to, 
to just not have that extra gear, to not have that kind of that mental toughness. I like, don't know what I, I really think that they're in their own heads. I feel like they're putting so like now it's not even to the point where like they're bad and like they know they're bad. Now it's like they're almost like they they're they're inside their own heads. Like I feel like they're just trying to be just too perfect and they're trying to live up to these expectations right now and it's just not happening. Yeah. Like when if I'm kind of going back and this is gonna sound kind of funny, but like when I go to Raf's point from a note from coach, <laughs> everything that he always said was no, and I'm being serious here, was something like very basic, but it was also like like it's useful. And I feel like right now, like Vancouver is like I don't know. I just feel like they're getting like too cute and everyone's just trying to be like an individual and have like the perfect shot and all this shit. Like, I don't know. I just, I think like they just need to get back to, to just playing like basic hockey. Like they don't need to be fancy and razzle dazzle how they were last year because they were like, they were really good to watch. Um, but I don't know. I just, I, I don't, like I would say the biggest pressure right now in terms of the players is it's gotta be the leadership in the locker room. You know, like it's gotta be Bo Horvat, it's gotta be the veteran leadership, like the Jordy Benz and the Brandon Sutters, like guys that are who have dealt with adversity, who have played on shitty teams that need to like rally the troops right now. Like this is still a young team. And since this team has been assembled, they haven't really had like a shit year. Like they haven't been like fucking awful. Like let's not forget like Vancouver, like the, since Pedersen got drafted, like they have not been bad. Like they have not had a shitty season. So, I mean, they could be, they could just be due for one, to be honest. And that's the biggest adversity of them all is just having a shit year. And, And then you come back, it's like, well, we've hit rock bottom. So there's only one way to go and that's up. So, you know, if that comes now, in a way, I kind of like it because now it's like Hughes and Pedersen, like they're going to learn how they go from one year, from one win away from the conference championship to fucking bottom of the league, like fighting for a top five pick because that's the way that we're headed right now. Yeah. So, Raph, you had something to say? Uh, Josh, I just want to like echo what you said at the beginning where the team's trying to be way too perfect right now because mm-hmm. like everybody's obviously trying really hard and they're obviously trying to beat the individual to kind of like bring the team back and like have them start playing well again. But in reality, it's like they almost all got to just take a step back, take a breath, analyze what's going on and then just go from there. Right. Mm. Like we've all experienced this at some point in our lives in one aspect or another. And what did we do? We kind of just like, we're like, okay, I'm just going to look at this from afar, breathe and then see where the opportunities are as opposed to just constantly like running in there over and over and over again and trying to, trying to do the same thing and expect a different outcome. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the big thing that we, the team's got to kind of focus on. It's just, Dialing it back a little bit, chilling out. I think my my other thing as well is, and again, I don't know, um, but maybe Elijah can clarify. Did Travis Green shuffle the lines yesterday? Uh, no, I think the lines were back to pretty much normal. Yeah, because like I think, I think. Sorry, go ahead. That's no, okay. I was just going to say. I think once, even when they got down, I think it was the same. Uh, Lotto line was together. The Hoglander, Pearson, Horvat, and yeah. then like the the. The players themselves were a bit changed actually because Justin Bailey's playing now for the second straight game. Was um, it Hughes on a defensive pairing with Jordy Ben for a little bit too? Yeah, yeah, he's been playing yeah. with 
Yeah, I've seen him mostly with Ben, actually, and that's a good okay. point. Okay. Yeah, and that's that's he's been there for about six games, I think, maybe longer. Yeah, yeah. it's been I mean, a minute. I think for me, and this is just my own personal opinion, I'm not really a fan of like juggling the lines. Like I've yeah. never been like a really big fan of that. Because like, he was that consistency. Like, at least like when you're losing, because at that point it's like mm-hmm. now you're just kind of like now you're trying to build. It almost seems like temporary chemistry. In that yeah. sense, right? Like right now, you're just trying to like win games, and that's cool. But like when you start juggling lines and starts working, but then like when that random line that you put together starts to go cold again, you're kind of back to back to square yeah. one. So I don't. I would have to. I'd have to argue against that point, though. I mean, some of the best lines in hockey were formed by that kind of bullshit. Like the Sedins yeah. and Burrows came about because there was line shuffling happening. That was never meant to be, and then that was a line for for years. I think the yeah. Chris Kunitz, Sidney Crosby thing, same thing. Yeah. I mean, like, I think, I think the one thing is though, is like the, like when you look at, um, oh, what was I going to say? Fuck me. Thing. Uh, oh, um, noodle. noodle. Brain blast. Like, <laughs> uh, like the Oilers. Like when Edmonton was losing, it was because fucking Todd McClellan didn't do what he was supposed to do and put, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl on the same line. He's like, we need to add more depth scoring. I'm like, no, you don't. Like, those guys are good enough. Like, they're going to win you games. They're going to get you points. Like, don't worry. Because, yeah. you know what? If you're if that one line is the only line producing points, you know what? At least that's something that you know that's working. You know, Yeah, but even nowadays that Leon and him aren't playing together. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that they have to stick together. I'm saying like when they're losing, because like, I feel like that's like their last yeah. resort is putting them on the line. Because when you put them on a line together, that's fucking deadly. Yeah. So like, you know, they've gotten, they've gotten good not playing with each other. But before that was Edmonton's kind of like bread and butter was putting them on a line together. Yeah. You know, so, and so I'm glad that Travis Green hasn't necessarily moved on from like the lotto line and everything like that. Like, I think you need to keep those guys together. Like I feel like JT Miller, uh, who's on that line. It's Pedersen, Miller and Besser, right? Yeah. So, I mean, JT Miller is a veteran guy that can obviously provide that veteran leadership and, and Besser and Pedersen are, they're not like, they're doing well. Like, let's not forget about that. Like it's more so on the back end. That's really struggling. Yeah, and that's those are all those are all really good points. I think I think we can kind of move on from this topic. I think yeah. well, we we've got so we got a four game series coming up against the Leafs now. Um, the Flames. Yes, yeah, are the Flames? That's that's what the was. Leafs, the Flaming yes. Leafs, the Flaming Leafs, the Lames, the Calgary Lames. We got a four game <laughs> series. Boo! And, you <laughs> know what? The only the only way I see this, boys, it's a really easy fucking math equation. We're six and ten right now. We fucked up the six and nine record. But all it takes is a four-game sweep, and you're back to ten and ten. That's you know all it what? takes. That's called math. This. I'm going to say this right now. I'm hoping I'm cheering for Vancouver in this series. I really am. Ooh, I, I want. Yeah, baby. I, I want them to get back on track. Like if I had it my world, I would have Calgary or Vancouver in first. Whichever team's not in first is in second. Then Montreal. Then I would say Toronto in a perfect world. Ooh, okay. So is this you officially picking Vancouver or Calgary? Right, right. For this four game series, yes. Okay. So 
if it comes if it comes down to like Vancouver being unreal and Calgary needs to beat Vancouver for a couple games to squeeze into the playoffs, I'm back on Calgary's wagon. Elijah, this is one step closer to Josh becoming a diehard Vancouver fan. <laughs> yeah. The only thing is, he has to get a Vancouver girlfriend, and then he'll he'll just be like completely sold in the city, and he'll become like <laughs> he'll become a transfer, a permanent transfer. And that's when we get him a Vancouver Canucks jersey, and we'll just get we'll get Michelle a nice house in Cloverdale or something like that. Like, Dude, speed of which, Michelle's coming to town tomorrow. That's Can't right. Wait. Yeah. Can we get the welcoming parade? Can I start wearing a mask? And like, Can we FaceTime Michelle? Does yeah, she need an time. Uber ride? Yeah. <laughs> Elijah may up? or may not wear a mask if he picks her up. <laughs> <laughs> My hair is a mask, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. Um, let's move on, guys. So we got... It's enough Canucks talk. It's the saddest thing right now. But it's going to be a reclamation project. She'll come back. So we did want to go around the league, though, and kind of... There was some news that came out today. Obviously, Josh touched on it for a second there about Brian Burke and Ron Hextall both going to Pittsburgh uh, in the GM position and the president of hockey operations. So basically uh, big dick and big nuts and just working together to create this, this, this product on the ice and they are going to fix the penguins apparently. So what do, what do we think about this move? What do you think? Um, if it doesn't um, work out, are we going to call them tiny ween and tiny balls? <laughs> yeah. probably. <laughs> what, what are the words like uh, other than opposite of fertile? Is it uh infertile? No, it's like an S word. Impotent. Isn't it? Impotent? No, there's a, there's an S word for it, isn't there? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I'm not, as you guys know, I'm not really good with words, so I have to <laughs> on that question. Um, <laughs> so uh, honestly, you, I, do you I, like Berkey, dude? Do you like Berkey and his Flames days, dude? I I loved it. I love I love Brian Burke, um, and I'm a little skeptical about Hextall because I feel like. The Flyers now have an ace in the hole and their biggest rival for hockey. Like this guy's yeah. a lifetime Philadelphia Flyer and now he's the fucking GM of his biggest rival. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I think this guy's going to destroy this team. Um, yeah, you think he's just going <laughs> to, he's going to drive it into a wall. Dude, he's going to trade, he's going to send Sid down to the East Coast Hockey League. He's going to trade Malkin back for like Pavel Datsuk and Yarmer Yager. And yeah. he's just going to drive this team into the ground. But um, even that sick fuck wouldn't play good riddance after doing that, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, you never know. But yeah. overall, uh, I, I'm joking though. Overall, I, I like the move. I mean, like, yeah. Hextall is, he's a, pretty good GM like I'm trying to think of like what kind of impact he had on Philadelphia like he didn't draft I don't think it was great <laughs> no um so it'll be interesting I mean my one question mark though is they're, they're at a crossroads and I feel like people have asked this question about Pittsburgh for maybe the last couple of years is what do you do with Malkin you know that I think that's yeah. got to be the first thing on their mind I mean like, where do you go? Like, what do you do with Latang? What do you do? You know, it's kind of when I look at Sid, I almost look at the last dance where Jerry Krause was talking to Michael Jordan and he's like, I don't, I don't want to go through a rebuild. You know, yeah. the, does Sid have it in him to, to go through a Pittsburgh rebuild? Kind of like what Lemieux did with the Penguins. Cause that's how they, they kind of did that. Like there is that option. They've done it before. You know, Lemieux is there. He's a veteran guy. I'm not saying that Crosby is by any means slowing down, but is there that possibility? I think, I think there should be a conversation, 
You know, if if they're yeah. gonna if they're gonna blow up the Penguins, like trade Latang, trade Malkin, like and let's get let's get some picks and let's really start building this team again. And right before the expansion too, like shit, man, like it's a good time. It really yeah. is. So I, yeah, that's my okay. take. Now I this is the way I see it. I see Brian Burke, old dog. I see Ron Hextall, psycho dog. If you don't remember his his playing hockey days, if you're ever privy to it, this guy was a goalie who literally got into so many fights. He was Donald Brashear with the pads on. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure there's a clip of him like trying to smash his stick over someone's head. Raph, like, his wow. name was Hextall because he would hack guys. Like, and if That's you got up. if if he was if you got in his crease, he would literally like smack your fucking like Achilles with his goalie stick. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah, He's, did he ever get ejected or no? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you, you should search at the videos of this guy. Like, there are times where it was old school hockey, so there was like there were mini no line brawls. Yeah, like, yeah. line brawls. Like, like he would shit. like jump. He would jump in. He wouldn't just he would oh just skate and jump in and grab someone and go. And he would, and he, just would fight anybody. he would fight anyone. Like if you yeah. whacked his club after the whistle, holy shit, he would. Punch <laughs> him in the face. No yeah, way! Oh yeah. So, so what you've got now is you've got a man who never smiles in Brian Burke, a guy who swings his stick at every living human being. And I kind of, I honestly picture it to me. It's like Ricky Bobby. It's like in the movie, Ricky Bobby. What is uh what's the other, what is John C. Riley's character's name? Oh, I don't fucking remember. Okay. Either way, dude, this right now, what they've just made, they've just fucking reunited shake and bake or that. Shake it was and bake. <laughs> it's not a reunited cause they were never together, but they've made, they've created the hockey version of shake and bake. Mm-hmm. Fuck. That's bad. That's not good. I, I mean, do you guys disagree though? Like I, I, if either of them were hired separately, to do this job, I would be worried. Like, I'd be like, what the fuck is Brian Burke going to do? But I just feel like two insane people in the room like that, like two guys who have absolutely like off the wall type of brains. It could, it could be perfect together. Now it could be perfect or it could be fucking nuclear. Like yeah, it's going to go like one of two ways. That's, that's one of the things I, I think I said that like, they are going to do some crazy things and I'm here for it. Like, I don't <laughs> care if it's good or bad. Like let's sit down and watch. So, so my question is, is where where's Mario Lemieux in all this? Because he's still with the team. Yeah, he is. What is he more of? Like, is he president? I think he. I'm pretty sure he's got that. I think that's his his title right like, now. I think I think he's like part partially in ownership too. Like, I think Lemieux has like some good oversight there. So what I see happening. Oh yeah, he's when, he's he's the owner. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so. What I see happening is when Burke and Hextall disagree, they're going to go to Lemieux and they're just going to have an underground fight club and they're just going to duke it out. Like they're just going to fight each other. And like whoever wins, like that's the pick that you go with. They're like, there's no seniority between these guys. Like they'll, like Hextall will bring his goalie stick. Burke (laughs) will strangle Hextall with his his undone tie. (laughs) <laughs> like I just see this being a bloodbath between those guys. Like, can you imagine on trade deadline day when they're trying to figure shit out? Like, I can't even imagine how much swearing and shit. And yeah. just it's going to be a circus in the front office. Yeah, and then in comes Kevin Lowe afterwards. Ron Hextall brings in Kevin Lowe to fight Brian Burke. Like, oh, <laughs> fucker. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Can you? So even just some examples recently of like, can you imagine a Pittsburgh player trying to request a trade in that room? Like walking into that room and saying like, "Hey, man, I'm not happy." They're like, "I'm sorry, what?" 
fuck you let's fight now <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> they just um, wear gloves all the time just so they can drop them whenever someone else just fucking <laughs> so the other parts that i want to talk about just around the league stuff is fucking patrick line man towards benching him was that in his debut no it's been about i think it's four games he's got three goals in four games though yeah i wonder if this is towards maybe just like asserting his dominance yeah in like a weird, awkward, unnecessary kind of way, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like it's like, hey, man, like, you got out of Winnipeg. Well, welcome to good old Ohio, where, yeah. I, where I run this fucking state. <laughs> uh, Urban Meyer, where you at? Like, this is Torts' <laughs> city, dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I again, like, Torts is a very, we all know, like, I think Cam Atkinson was on, on quote saying, like, dude, like, he'll bench anyone. Like, if you're not playing well and you don't want to, like put an effort like you're not gonna play yeah. um which i respect like i actually like have some respect because it doesn't matter how fucking good you are if you're not gonna try if you think you're above the team you're sitting and i actually really like that mentality um but it's also a little alarming just because you look at patrick line and you're like okay like this guy wanted out of winnipeg he's getting sat in his fourth game with Columbus, like, are there still not maybe some like alarm bells and like just kind of red flags going up? Cause I'm starting to see that. And I don't yeah. really like it. What I heard. So the story came out that what happened was Patrick line, mouthed off to an assistant coach. And that was the reason he was sat. Yeah. And so they, when they, when they said that they kind of used it as like to, to fan the flames a bit and say like, it wasn't his, his, his play on the ice that did it. It was the fact that he yelled at an assistant coach and it's like, Oh, well, Great. So he didn't commit a crime. He just he, he just called his mother a bitch. Like that's that's what you're saying. Like yeah. Okay. It's not great. Still. But it, but again though, I mean that that really makes you wonder. Like sure, maybe the assistant coach is a dick, but also at the same time, it's like, dude, like you're new to this team and you're being yeah. sad. Like you're the new kid in town. Like no matter how good you are, like a good leader. On, on a team is someone that comes in and sets the example, not yelling at fucking coaches during a game and getting benched. Like yeah. that's not what a, that's not what you should be doing at least four games in. Like if you're like a veteran, like, like Chicklets always talked about like that Eddie old check Mario Lemieux bag skate where like Mario's like, we're not bag skating it. And Eddie old checks like, okay, boys, like have a good day. Like why is not even on that fucking level. He is no type of pull, especially on a new team. Like, who are you? Yeah, that was an ultimate tough look for him. I think yeah. if that is, if this is on him and there wasn't really a case to be arguing about, then I, I don't really see what his objective there was. Yeah. Like, it's just it's, another it's, poor move. It's concerning. Like it, it just, it really is. So I'm, I'm anxious to see how well Wine bounces back in the next five to 10 games here. Yep, I could agree with that. Had to give my ass a bit of a break from that rash real quick. Just (laughs) reposition. Dude, podcasting podcasting not on your sick black leather porn couch is is a tough business, I would say. Yeah. You know what I might invest in for you since you like standing so much? Baby. That's the fucking standing desk. No, you would really appreciate it. I've got a sick setup here. It's actually great. Can you can you flip around your webcam so you can see it quickly? No, because I'm in my gut. I'm in my box uh, right now. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. I'll take I'll take a picture of it. I'll send it to you later. It's pretty great. Like, but like, how dope would a standing desk be? Uh, I don't know. I feel like 
I feel like it's a big investment. And I'm also, I, I think I don't just like, I just don't like sitting still. Like part mm-hmm. of me when I'm standing, I'm like, oh, I kind of want to sit. Yeah. You know I mean? I'm just kind I'm, of. I'm always an incomplete human. Apparently I just, nothing's good enough. Nothing suffices. Yeah. Well, anyways, should we move on? Can we go into goats and moats? Yeah, we can do that. Should we throw it over to our ad read first? Yeah, why don't we throw it over to the guys from Sen's Hour? Is that what it is? Or is it still... What was it? Fuck me. Oh, Jesus Literally Christ. every I'll time I do this. Hold on. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. Fuck, dude. Damn. You think, you think we'd get better at this? You think that if you mess up the same thing over and over again, you'd eventually figure out like what... What it I'll is. Stall to make sure I can get it, and I just... We're leaving all this in. This is thinking yeah. on the fly. Man. This is this problem is making solving. It sweaty and it's making it rush even quicker. Is it because you're nervous? Yeah. I don't like uh, people seeing our flaws. Habs, Habs Nightly. Habs Nightly. That fuck. The guy, Corey <laughs> and Mason. My dudes. <laughs> my dudes down by the bayous. Uh, you know what? I, I'm just I, so I, heated because of what, what you're telling me. Because I, I do not want to live... In a world, <laughs> in a world where a craft dinner is the fucking substitute to a good macaroni, you're putting powder. No, 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 Mac- macaroni, as you call it, is a substitute for candy. God. <laughs> oh my God! Go to, go to Italy. If you ask, open some fucking no, 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 craft no, no, no. dinner. No, 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 no. If you ask any Canadian, would they rather have? KD, they will tell you KD is the best, it is superior, it is the fucking national treasure, and it is the greatest dish in Canada. I'm Mason Dixon, a Habs fan stuck in Leafs country, with my co-host Corey, a southern beauty trapped deep in the bayous of Louisiana. With over 2,500 kilometers of separation, we still managed to come together to give you Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. While I don't know what a kilometer is, I do know Habs hockey. Don't let the 10-year age gap or distance fool you. We bleed Blue Blanc Rouge, and we're known to serve up hot takes along with our unique charm. Join us every Monday and Thursday for Hockey Talk, Ref Rage, and your daily dose of Southern ignorance. Only on the Hockey Podcast Network. Katie is the superior macaroni and cheese. Get the fuck out of here. You put um, ketchup on your fucking macaroni, you nasty kid? Yes, I fucking do. This has been Habs Nightly. You guys have a great night. Well, Mason's from Ontario. He's a cool guy. I Fun story about Mason. We were in an after hours together. We were doing the Hockey Podcast Network After Hours. Uh, shout out Hockey Podcast Network for being our parents, being our podcasting daddies. Um, and I was on After Hours with him. And like one of the first things I talked about was like drinking or it was his birthday or something like that. And I was like, oh, you went on and got shmammied, hey? And he's like, dude, I'm 18. I'm like, sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you're, you're 18? <laughs> Doesn't even sound like a bad number, but then I'm like, I'm 25. You can't be 18. What the fuck? I, I think I proceeded to like quiz him about hockey. I'm like, yeah, how much do you think you know? I'm older than you. Were you drunk while you did this? 
A little bit, yeah. Because once <laughs> I, I was hosting the after hours, but I get hella nervous doing it. So I combine alcohol and sweat to just create apparently my hosting style. A good buzz. Yeah. <laughs> so you're basically drunk sitting in a sauna talking to an 18 year old kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On his birthday, too. Fuck yeah. Yeah. What up with the COVID birthdays? Aren't those great? Okay. Yeah. Um, thanks to those guys. Uh, today, uh, we, I love bringing it back to Goats and Wotes. I just fucking love it. It's my favorite segment. I'm so glad we're doing it. Um, today's Goats and Wotes, what a good theme it is, too. For all those guys out there, the dreaded Sunday is coming up. Should we do it like an ad read? Like this weekend, dreaded Sunday, the one that all of you guys are not looking forward to. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Sunday after Super Bowl Sunday, it's Valentine's Day. So we have the Goats and Wotes of Valentine's Day today. and. I've got mine ready. I know the guys do too. I started out last time. Why don't we do Josh this time? I was going to say, I'm like, I'm starting it off. I'm like, you two shitheads oh. doing it for the last month. That's my fucking hey, call hey, shitheads. Really, we need to review this rule because, so Josh, if someone's, there's no repeats. We all know that. If someone says one of your picks, you can't then say, oh, I was going to say Corgis. So, yeah, you can't do that. You have to, you have yeah. to think of something on the fly. Because this dude on the dog breeds one, he literally said corgis. And I was, and we both, me and Ralph were like, no, 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 you have to pick one. And he said Yorkies. Like, you said Yorkies after that. Did I? I think so. No, that was in my, my honorable mentions. Are you sure? Are you sure? Can't confirm. Can or can't? Can't. <laughs> He's doing that on <laughs> being ambiguous. Yeah. Um, okay, okay. You, know you know the rules. Okay, fire it up. So we're going, we're going clockwise. My. Okay, so we're going rap next. Yeah. Correct. Okay, my first one is uh, Love is in the Air. And I think that's the greatest <laughs> part about it. It's, okay. it's, a, it's a good time to celebrate it. And, yeah. uh, you know, I feel like everyone is in some sort of a, a chipper mood, uh, or at least a little more aroused than they normally would be, which is good for us. There you go. But, uh, that's, that's the number one. Nice. Fucking Ooh, that yeah. was also my kind of number one, so that's tough. Uh <laughs> my my number my number two is I guess my number one is dude, there's fucking chocolate everywhere and I love chocolate, so I'm fucking amped Fuck during you, Valentine's dude. Day. It's so sick. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to give this one and see if you guys will accept it. Because it's okay. kind of similar to Raffles, but it's good desserts just in general. Mine no. wasn't actually about chocolate, it was more about like there's some bomb ass desserts everywhere. And no, for no, some no. reason, like people have this, okay, you don't, you don't like that one. No. Can I at least exp- oh, fuck off? I'll explain. <laughs> it. Roll, man. Fuck that rule. What a dumb rule. How many, how many uh, did you put down? Three? <laughs> I had three. Cause I didn't think anyone was going to get to mine. I thought they were like flawless. And one and two um, just got taken. <laughs> no, one. <laughs> one. We're good. We're good. Uh, okay. My first one, my first goat is that it's, like this is a, a long-winded explanation, but it's a holiday where I have to spend it with my girlfriend. If 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 you have a girlfriend, but the the goat about it is that it's not usually a busy time for sports, so it's actually the perfect time of year for that holiday to fall on. If that makes sense, I like that. <laughs> like if it was in April, if it was like April, where I don't know, there's like basketball and or June. playoffs or June, <laughs> I'd be like, uh, yeah, psych. <laughs> I'll send you an email. How about that? Well, <laughs> I'll send you an email. I'll send you yeah. an email with a scan card from like a shitty photocopy. 
Okay, um, my my second one, just the single ladies come out and play. You just you just know you just know because the ones that don't post, um, th- that don't post the cute couple IG photos and the and the Instagram photos are like, well, I know you're single. <laughs> or like the ones that post like them with their girlfriends. I'm like, I'm like, I know you're straight, so don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I know you're in my market. Yeah, there you <laughs> Guess go. That's what I'm on sale today. Because like in terms of like trying to find a girlfriend, like the fiscal year starts at Valentine's Day <laughs> and you make the list from there. Like that's like where all the where the free agents start showing themselves and you're like, Kate. Yeah. UFA, UFA, and then like the ones that are on and off are like the RFAs. And then you've got like the Elijahs of the world that are like the Connor McDavid's like signed up forever. Lifetime yeah. deal, lifetime contract <laughs> with the Oilers, never leaving. So, hey, but there's trade rumors sometimes, isn't there? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I literally like to call it the free agent frenzy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's are there, a, but Josh, is it, are there a bunch of contracts being handed out on, on free agent frenzy day? I think there's lots. Or are we doing of, a bunch of professional tryouts? I I think there's lots of PTOs. <laughs> <laughs> lots of PTOs being handed out. <laughs> All right, everyone. When you come through the door, make sure you grab your PTO from the guy up front. And like, and like, out. and like the really good free agents will do. Actually, I'm not going to say that. I can't. I can't. Yeah, you can. That. Yeah, you can. We'll cut it if it's too bad. We'll cut it. Uh, no, I can't. Okay, fine. We'll cut. We'll cut it. I'll say it. But like the really cool free agents will. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, the, the real ones come with a buddy. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the real ones are like the, the package deal. The Sadie yeah. twins. <laughs> Jesus oh, shit. That was a very good, very good rabbit hole we went down there. All right. Wow. Next. <laughs> Next. Um, elaborate date planning. That's I a fucking goat? love it. I think that's a goat, yeah. Cause I love planning and I like setting shit up and having everything planned out. Like I'm not a person to just like act spontaneously. So I just get like a fucking rise out of this being like, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. And then watching it all fall into place is just fucking sick. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. That's Um, what I like. Okay. So my next one is, uh, the chance to make up brownie points or get yourself out of the doghouse. Like it's, it's almost Mm -hmm. like in call of duty when there's a fire sale, like it's just a good time to buy things. It's, it, it's an opportunity where okay i got a word it the right way because yes it comes with expectations but it, i kind of remind myself of like a big game player like big moments i'm ready to shine and if you do well you not only pass the test but you earn back brownie points so that's like that's how i view it it's like a chance to earn double points okay okay all right i'll take sense. it i'll take it yeah, yeah. cool um cool, 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 cool. okay my last one uh is it's kind of hard to get shot down on valentine's day like which like who's ignorant enough to like like no i'm good you know what i mean like i feel like going out on valentine's day it's like it goes back to what i was saying last week like when you ask someone to be like your valentine like they're kind of yours for that day you know forever (laughs) not for a week just for 24 hours oh shit yeah (laughs) like i don't know i feel like it's it's just like a good time to like not feel single and sad for one day. Which is- <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah uh, my last one, you can anonymously shoot your shot if you really want to. That, see, that's, yeah. It's like, which kind of stems off of- what Josh was saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because okay. like, like if you're talking to like a girl, kind of just like a little bit, you can anonymously shoot your shot with like a shoot your shot with like a Valentine's Day card or like flowers or something like that. And if she messages you back, being like, "Oh, thank you so much," boom, you know you're in. But if she doesn't, nothing ventured, nothing gained. You know what I mean? Like you're chilling. You can just go on and do your thing. Yeah. My guy. My yeah, you, go. <laughs> you think like so? So you send a girl flowers. She doesn't say anything. That's a hit to the ego, though. Like. Well, that's, still, that's, that's true. Like, that's true. It's but not, it's also right. anonymous. That's also it's also anonymous. So like, why is it not? How do they know to contact you though? Because it's like if they're already thinking about you, then you're the guy. You know what I mean? Oh, I if they're not, the then it's just like you don't embarrass yourself. You don't look like an idiot. You're you're good. <laughs> or I would love to get girls' opinions on this because I feel like that's, <laughs> I kind of feel like that's a beta way to do it. Like if you yeah, said a little bit beta, hundred ten percent, dude. I also feel at the same time though. It's like they. Like, what if they like messaged the wrong guy and he just takes credit for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then that sucks. Then that sucks. Yeah. But I mean, like, still, <laughs> you're not the and guy. Like, you're fine. You because, can go on with your day. <laughs> and, and this is and this is how you'll know. This is how you'll know because when you give them flowers on Valentine's Day, if they pick the wrong guy, they're gonna find like a piece of like your own shit and a paper bag lit on fire the next there you day. Go. <laughs> like you picked the wrong one. There you go. <laughs> you just open like Instagram and saw one of their Instagram stories with a different person tag. You're like, oh great. <laughs> I kinda wanna I kinda wanna fuck with you guys now and like at both your workplaces just send like 30 bouquets of flowers and just Dude, say send, like all from Raph. I dare you to fucking send flowers to my location. <laughs> That'd be so sick. Yeah. I, okay, so this this is weird because there's no there's no structure for these things at work like there was in high school or like in school at all. You remember like they literally had programs where they encouraged you to do these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the ultimate reason why is like that's because that, there's some HR issues with doing that probably in a, in a company or in a workplace. Oh yeah. But would you guys not agree that that's kind of lame? Like we should be doing that in the workplace. It's lame. No, it's, yeah, like, it's lame, right? Kind of. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. so basically we can all draw the conclusion that HR sucks. <laughs> That's kind of the road we're okay with going down. No, okay. You know what? HR everywhere. The fucking dumb part about HR is that the coolest people always work in HR. Come on, you know my you know my backup plan for school is HR, right? Yeah, you'd be horrible. You don't want to do that. No way. I'd be so good. Problems, not create problems, Ralph. Dude, I'd solve so many problems while also creating problems. (laughs) That's why I'd I'd make myself look so good because I'd create my own problems and solve them. Rap, what are you maybe. working on? Oh, you just wait. I'll wait. <laughs> You'll see it about three PM today in the lunchroom. I'll see you there. Who the fuck wears floral? Okay. Your last goat. My last goat. My last goat is. It's all about this year. Valentine's Day is podcasting day. That's the biggest goat of all. That's a cop out. Falls. What do you mean? That's a cop out. I want another that's, answer. That's going to happen like once every five years. Why would I not take it? Because it's a cop out answer. I'm stoked. No, no, it's not a cop out answer. It's Josh. Can you can you level with me here? It's a cop out answer. I don't know. I mean, I'm not there for Sunday's episode. So oh, it's you. Yeah. It's me, and Elijah. <laughs> yeah. See, that's, oh, my, that's probably mom. why it's a goat for me, and it's probably a woke for Josh because he's like, "Fuck the podcast. I'm gonna see my mom." Yeah. It's also a woke for me. I'm, I'm working on Valentine's Day, but I'm taking my mom out for a Valentine's birthday dinner. My mom's my Valentine this year. Come at yeah, dude. Yeah. Michelle's a gem, though. That's that's good. Michelle's a gem. If you want another one, I'll say that I like how everyone dresses to the nines. 
That's a good one. I'll take that one over the Valentine's or the, the podcast one. Love that. Okay. Uh, uh, Wotes. Wotes. Josh, you're out. Get it on. All right. Wotes. Okay. The first one, dude, the couples that basically like fucking public on Valentine's Day. Like, <laughs> oh, sucks. Like, I get it. We're, let's not forget, we're celebrating love, not you fucking in a restaurant, basically, and like just making out hard. Like, no, <laughs> one, sexual needs endeavors. To, no one needs to see that regardless of the day it is it's like we get it like you're a couple you came in there's two of you i assume you're dating yeah like no one yeah like let's just pump the brakes don't suck each other's face and <laughs> just enjoy each other's company you horny fucks anyway <laughs> that, that's mine so uh, before, before we move on i want to ask you guys this question because we've all been working in the hospitality industry long enough in our lives to have probably run into this do you think you guys have ever affected a first date one hundred ten percent. Like your your approach to the to the dinner or whatever you want to call it, I affected how it went. Definitely unintentionally flirted someone when they've been on their first date. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm just I, such a social fucking person at work, dude. It's just hard not to, you know. What are you doing flirting with the girl though? That's like I don't know. It just happens girl. naturally. Oh damn! So <laughs> when, you, so, when you're you're, when you're like when you're like waiting tables or something like that, you'll just sometimes it happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is true. Yeah, you got to work your table. You got to fucking. I, I'm too dollar bills. I'm too awkward for that shit. <laughs> like I was, I was such a bad fucking server. I cannot. I didn't have time to flirt, dude. I was always behind. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I was always my parts. Mine's not even that funny. Like I was just always so bad with um, like doing the generic lines on the wrong time. Like I would always say, like, "Oh, what are you guys doing this weekend? How was your summer?" Like asking them all these couple questions. They're like, "Middle of the winter." Yeah. Like, Fuck off. February fourteenth. How was your summer? <laughs> Like, guess what? It's not tequila loose. Not bet you guys look fucking awkward. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I've been out here the whole time drinking and sweating, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, um, okay, who's up next? Raph? I'm up next. Uh, looking around, seeing all the couples, and being constantly reminded how single you are. <laughs> fucking oh, sucks. Dude, the worst thing ever. But sense of freedom, though. Yeah, but do you really want that kind of sense of freedom on a holiday where you don't really celebrate that sense of freedom? <laughs> yeah, that does suck. There you go. Yeah, see I would say, luck. You know what? You guys should. The, the word that comes to mind is gratitude because this. You guys are the first generation of single people who live in a day and age where you can buy a latex doll that literally simulates a human. Like you will not be lonely. There's no. Every other generation has just had to sleep by themselves, but you can get. You can satisfy yourself with that if you needed to. What can that latex doll do that my right hand can't? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you, the detail that goes into these things. I would, I would beg to differ. I imagine I can't say for certain, but I would love to get a sponsorship from one of these companies and maybe have a testimonial or something. Love that. Yeah. Okay. Right. E, yeah. What's your next one? Uh, my first one's giving gifts. I, I, this is the ironic thing about Elijah. Elijah loves giving gifts. Elijah hates being told when to give gifts. Mm. Fucking hate it. Like drives me up the wall crazy. So it's like do it on your own term type of thing. Yeah. So like Christmas, birthdays, holidays. I just, I, Megan knows this too. I, I hate it. And Ralph, and actually some of the guy friends too know this. Most of the time, if I get 
I sometimes like skip birthday gifts altogether, just kind of douchey, not intentionally, but it just happens because sometimes I give people their birthday gifts like two months later than their birthday. Like I think I did that to Raffle last year. <laughs> His yeah. birthday's December twenty yeah. second. I hit him up in a parking lot at like the end of January. I was like, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here are your scotch glasses. Thanks, yeah. man. No Thanks two months no later. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that's that's cool, brother. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? I didn't yeah, yeah. But you know what? Like, it's, it, it's not a bad mentality to have. I mean, like, why don't I don't know if we can commit to this because like obviously like fine I don't necessarily know about like financials, but like I feel like I like the mentality that Elijah has because like if I'm in a store and I see something, I'm like, wow. I'm like, I think Elijah would really like that. Why don't I just buy it for him? And like, just get it. You know, it's like, yeah. it's yeah. like, you're a good friend. You're a good guy. Like, why wouldn't I get it for you? Like, obviously, like, if you're like, oh, I really want to buy it, but it's like 200 bucks. Like, that's so much. I don't think a lot of yeah. people really care. No one, there's nothing gained and nothing lost in that scenario. Yeah. Right? yeah. That's a- like, but like, if I see something sick, like if I see like a sick, like rock band t-shirt that I'm like, dude, I'm like, that's Raph shirt. Like, yeah. I'm going to send it to him and be like, hey, like, like, What's your size? Here you go. It's a gift. Don't yeah. worry. It's on. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like paying yeah. for a bill. You know, my, I got the bill. Totally. My buddy Shane did that the for my birthday this year too. It's like me and him had this con- random conversation about um this like T-shirt that we thought was really fucking funny. Mm-hmm. And at, right after that conversation, he went out and he bought one. And coincidentally, it came like right around the time of my birthday. Yeah. He's like, hey, like I just wanted to like get you this right. Like you've been a dope friend, so I appreciate that. There you go. Yeah, super like, casual, right? Like, I feel like it doesn't need to be like Elijah said, like on a set date. It's like if you see something that you think a person you would care about likes, yeah. just like if as long as you're financially able to give it to them, just buy it. Do it. Yeah. Nice yeah. Thing to do. yeah. Anyway, I'm fucking stoked that you guys are on board with that. Now, yeah, man. let me take this a step further. My my ultimate oh, God. goal. <laughs> like, we give this. Yeah, guy I'm, I'm definitely gonna post it here. His this ultimate is, goal. This is the ultimate, like idea is it's a surprise birthday party like two months after someone's birthday because then they're genuinely not expecting it that's a good one that's one a- of the things about like i feel like there's never a surprise birthday out there where the person's like okay why are you being so weird about this like but if it's if your birthday is in december and you're doing it in february like that'd be fucking hilarious but i but you know you know what i think you know what i think should happen now is to maybe not make that person feel like shit is do it before their birthday because like if because yeah, if, yeah. if your birthday rolls around and like no one celebrates <laughs> it like too much later, you're like oh okay like, like what the fuck? Whereas like it's like okay yeah. it's like Josh's birthday's in two weeks like let's get this going now and yeah. then that surprise them and then that way like the big day is just happy birthdays no one has to stress it's like let's plan this ahead I like that I yeah so I, I took your plans kind of flipped it on its head but I like I like the idea he did the logical thing good for you okay there you go. Um, my second quote are the people that actually like hate Valentine's Day. Like the people that actually are just like, I fucking hate it. Like it's so stupid. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> rap. No, <laughs> like, like you're not. Stupid. No, it's fun. Yeah, like, I'm not an asshole about it. But like, don't hate it because you're fucking ugly. Like, I guess it's like more <laughs> people. Like, not you, Raph. Like you're an asshole guy. But like, don't be bitter. all time. You know, like seriously, like don't be a yeah. don't be a bitter little little asshole just because you're just you're trash and like you can't hold a relationship like don't get mad at people anyway that's that's my second one i would say it's it's a tangible fact that if you hate valentine's day that makes you You microscopically more more ugly 
And if yeah. you like Valentine's Day, that makes you microscopically more beautiful. Yeah, because the way that I see it is like if you hate Valentine's Day, like if you really don't like the holiday, that basically means like your your inability to love someone, which makes you kind of like less attractive. This is this is a long reach. <laughs> Whereas it, it is. Whereas yeah. like if you if you like the holiday, at least you're open to the concept of love, which is nice. Yeah. That's okay. a that's a promising thing to hear. Yeah. All right. Rock. Um, <laughs> those shitty fucking peppermint little hard candies that taste like ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are they even peppermint? I think they're peppermint flavor. They suck. They're like little hard candies with the writing on them. Oh, they're not. Those aren't peppermint. But there's also like the small little peppermint ones. Both of those actually suck. No, no. You know what it is, boys? It's the fucking mini cinnamon hearts that like fuck up your teeth and like. Yes, that might like actually be it. It might not be peppermint. It might be cinnamon. It's yeah, cinnamon. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Those it's suck. like I remember the worst. Like, being in school, and you would get like a pack of those. And me and my friends would be like, "This was like before the cinnamon challenge was cool." You would take like ten of them and just pop them in your mouth, and your tongue would be on fire for the rest <laughs> of the day. It was fucking kids. <laughs> the fucking yeah. worst. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, my next one here is Instagram. Uh, the worst. Yeah. Now the other side of it is I love when people can express their love for each other, but I don't need to know about it. Like, you know, it just seems like it, ca- it cascaded back in like 2012 or whatever, when one person decided to like write this heartfelt paragraph with a, like 16 photos with their significant other. And you're like, all right, this is great. But then it's like, you post the picture with a paragraph, you repost it on your story. You have a couple of videos explaining your photo. And yeah. that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, think, I think there's nothing wrong with like a simple Instagram post. It's like, happy V-Day to this one. And it's like, just like a nice photo. But like, when yeah. you're like posting like 20 fucking stories, like nobody gives a shit. Yeah, like yeah. seriously, like, no, no, one, no one cares. Like cool. Like yeah. you're in a relationship. And again, I'm not bitter towards Valentine's day. It's more so just taking up my newsfeed with random bullshit. It's um, like, it's like the Valentine's Day equivalent of like recording fireworks and posting them all on your story or like recording a concert and posting every single fucking song yeah, on there. Like, no one gives a dude, shit, dude. Yeah. Like, who's going to watch it? You're not going to watch it either. No, exactly. Um, my last quote, boys, is Valentine's Day is a fucking money grab. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good one. And, I, and I'm not talking about um, like in terms of like people spending money on each other. Like that's that's whatever. But. I'm pretty sure this day was actually created or like pumped up by Hallmark. I want to yeah. say like, it wasn't actually like a significant calendar date. It was more so just promoted for like, because February is just a boring ass month. So they had Nothing to throw happens. a holiday somewhere like March is St. Patrick's day, which is kind of cool. Uh, January is technically new year's. And then like December is loaded with holidays. November is nothing. And we all hate November. It's a boring holiday. Um, shout you know, out Remembrance Day for the vets. Well, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> but but that's also like a holiday. Like that's not like a celebratory day. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? So I February is just kind of like the November of like the new year. That's what I would kind yeah. of put that. I would like, honestly put a holiday. I would put March worse than November in terms of holidays, only because I'm living the the paid stat life now. And fe- time to break your brains here. March doesn't have a paid stat. Mm. Uh, does it not? No. Um, but yeah, so just overall fucking money grab. And I'm kind of with Elijah on this one. Like people that spend a lot of money on their significant other, cool, all power to you. Some people are like 
like the way I think it's, I remember I was talking to someone, I think it was Amy. She was talking to me about like the, the five ways to express love or something. So shout out. Yeah. But one of them was like, gift giving. Um, so like some people are really into that, but like, I don't know, like I like gift giving. I'm not really a receiver in that shit. Um, but like, when people are like, oh my God, I've been dating my boyfriend for a year. I got him a fucking Apple watch. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Like, I got my girl scrambled eggs and then we went bowling. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Apple watch. What? And honestly, yeah. I like the latter of those. Like, yeah. you know, like, fucks. Elijah, if I woke up to your sweet face and you made me fucking pass the scrambled eggs and took me bowling, I'd put a ring on your finger right now. <laughs> fucking walking out. <laughs> I'm doing something right then. There you go. Rough. Uh mine kind of stems off of what Josh's is, is, but isn't exactly it. Uh people's expectations can be way too high. Yes. Yeah. Another way to kind of put it is similarly, it's like people have these great expectations as to what's going to happen and then it just never ends up working out. And it's like, you can actually suck fucking see relationships ending on Valentine's Day because those expectations aren't being met or one person is just being too yeah, irrational with the whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'd say that's my my third quote. Yeah. Just like the, that's, that's yeah. Like, it's like the expectation of like, because a lot of people like, like receiving shit and like, yeah. like gifts. Like, yeah, sure. I like a present just like the other person. Yeah. Um, but like, is there an expectation that I get something? No. True. And then through things like social media, it's like you can see people getting like somebody getting more than another person. Yeah. And this one person's like, well, why the fuck didn't I get that? You know what I mean? And then yeah, becomes yeah. this whole thing. It just yeah. comes down to like financial, like, I don't know, this like swag essentially. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy how like, it's crazy when you see people that are distinctively more materialistic than you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I, I don't want to say it's not a bad thing to be materialistic because I, I kind of view it as is, but if you are, that's okay. Yeah. But it's it's crazy when you see someone that's visibly more than you are and you're like, it's kind of cringy. Yeah. True. Yeah. I know what you mean. Elijah, uh, what's your last one? All right. My last quote here is that scheduled sex is pressure. And <laughs> so, are you going to have performance anxiety on this upcoming Sunday or like what's the yeah, deal? Dude, literally <laughs> 7 p.m. rolls around. Doesn't matter where I am. Dude. I'm um, gonna be I'm gonna be in your corner the entire time. You'll just sit in the corner, I'll be right behind you with a white towel and I'll be feeling you with Gatorade and some fucking palace and we're gonna go buddy. I actually Alice. like no Take shit. the blue pill. I actually, in the next calendar year, or maybe in the next two calendar years, I will probably try a Cialis just to see. Just to see what it's like. <laughs> just fuck it. I I'm done. It. I'm done going you're gonna be, for a while. Dude, just with your expectations with like pot and everything like that, you're going to be one of those one-off cases where you take Cialis and it lasts for longer than four hours and you're going to have to go to the hospital. Yeah, it's like a day, right? You're <laughs> <laughs> to work like, oh, I can't come to work. I don't have COVID. I have something way worse. I I'm cannot fucking, come near any of you. <laughs> I can't come to work right now. I'm fucking bricked up. I got to go. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, yeah. So I'll be, I'll be working towards my strategy of of making sure that i can perform on the scheduled sunday <laughs> yeah, i could show up to work ready to put my head not my head down but you know what i mean just oh, pull the bootstraps up yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, is that it well, yeah i the last thing i wanted to say is i know <laughs> i mentioned i mentioned this on a recent episode how like our plans for valentine's day we were going to go rent a camper van and drive up 
Oh, yeah. It just so happens that the one time we decided to do that, I literally booked a day off vacation. It lines up four-day weekend. It's going to be minus 17 in Pemberton. So (laughs) we decided not to do it. That's fucked. (laughs) Minus 17? Yeah, at nighttime, it's supposed to be minus 17. What the fuck is our weather supposed to be like? Minus 8? On, I think it's... I I was... was Sorry, go on. Thursday or Saturday or one of the two, I forget. Fuck up. I was... No, it doesn't go that low. I oh, checked. Thursday, Thursday minus eight. Wednesday, my low of minus eight. That's fucked up. Yeah, no, you have to remember though, like the minus eight though is going to come at like two a.m., two three. Yeah. No, like, no, no, no. This this my the minus eight on Thursday is going to be up until about ten a.m. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Sleeping until so, eleven. Let's dude, go. Yeah, Fuck, we, I got to go to work. <laughs> me and her, we we did. This is almost a year ago when COVID had first hit. We did a, a short camping trip up to the Fraser Valley, like Boston Bar area. Yeah. And when we slept in the tent that day, it reached minus four. And we were, we were like, we were laughing at how crazy it was, but our toes, like we had two blankets, socks on everything. And our toes were still frozen. We're like, this is fucked. We what can't about, do this what again. What about sleeping bags? We had... Uh, no, we do because we were blanket people. Like we just brought blankets. Oh no, dude, you need sleeping bags. We need a sleeping bag. Yeah, but the insulation is so have. much more. No, we didn't have any though. No. We'll go buy some. We yeah. have some now, but we didn't have any then. Yeah, that's a that's problem. That's, yeah, that's dangerous. That's but I, I figured that minus eight, minus eighteen in a Westphalia is not a good, not a good move. Yeah, so, I don't think your engine would start in the Westphalia in negative eighteen degrees. <laughs> yeah, like it, just, it, just wouldn't, it wouldn't roll over. Yeah, yeah, that would suck. Anyways, yeah, that's that's what happened. So don't ask how my trip went, you assholes. <laughs> all right episode 19 uh thank you once again to DraftKings, presenting sponsor of the stick and ring podcast love that daily fantasy website i've been on a losing streak lately down there but ah fuck <laughs> right way there. down there okay um, josh's fucking face down there <laughs> fucking just salt face and dandruff under raf right here <laughs> <laughs> get out of here <laughs> uh yeah shout out DraftKings. thank you so much for that um also to the Habs Nightly guys, go check out their show. But most of all, help us out for fuck's sake. Can you just rate, review our show? Actually, what would you guys say is the best way someone can help us out? Rate, review. You Tell so? your friends. Talk Tell to us. Friends. And just talk, talk to us. We're, we're lonely guys. Share say, our Instagram stories. Yeah, that works. I w- if, if you want to be balls to the walls, literally just make a 10-second Instagram about why you love us. On your there own, you on your own story. There you go. On Valentine's go. Day, just to mix in something fresh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Episode nineteen. See you later. Oh, harder, baby.